Welcome to the Marketing Growth Podcast. I'm your host, Shane Barker. On this episode, Jeff Oxford, the founder and SEO director of 180 Marketing, is back for another conversation. On the last episode, he mentioned that getting backlinks will be an important factor for getting ranked in 2021. On this episode, we'll take it forward from there. So um, let's talk about that a little bit. I want to talk about link building strategies that actually work, right? Because obviously there's a lot of theories and different things that can happen, but you're knee deep in the weeds and you're making it happen for your e-commerce um, client. So what are some of the like prerequisites um, that market, that marketers should know when starting a link building campaign? Like what is like, what is the starting point for that? Like you're saying, Hey, this is where you, this is where you need to start. So whenever we start a new link building campaign, there's really two main things we're looking at. The first one is which niches are we going to go after? So like you want, you want to brainstorm and see like, okay, we sell furniture. We can go after interior designers. Uh, we sell diamond engagement rings. We can go after wedding blogs. We can go after uh, fashion blogs, you know? So you want to first brainstorm, like, you know, who can we go after? Who's kind of covering these types of topics? Um, the next thing is to determine which strat, which link strategy are you going to pitch with guest posting? You're going to lead with product reviews. Are you going to create some content and promote it to them? Are you going to try to combine two into one so the, the if you really break down what a link building strategy is it's who we're going after and how we're going to go after them i love it yeah i mean that really is the key right and then reaching out to them and, and hopefully getting the backlink right that's always the key too and i think having real relationships right i think since you've been doing this for so long you guys have relationships with blogs and stuff which i think can be helpful for clients because that's i mean these days it's one of the hardest things i think you know what the industry we're in and obviously marketing it's funny when you get, you know, the, the, the daily email of somebody saying, Hey, I want to, Oh, I think this would be beneficial for your audience. Like mm -hmm. let's add a backlink. Now that might work in some e-commerce, like, you know, websites, cause people might not understand what you're trying to do there, but it's funny on the marketing side of things. I'm like, oh, easy killer trying to jump in on the blog for a free backlink. Not today, soldier, not today. <laughs> but you know, if you have those relationships with, once again, I know you've built those over the last few years. Um, that's huge benefits in that. Cause then you can get some instant traction from that. So Let's talk about, I want to talk a little bit about the um, link building strategies, right? Because mm -hmm. you kind of touched on that a little bit. So what do you think the most effective link building strategy would be for e-commerce? Now, I understand that depends on what they sell, but are, are there some different strategies that you can say, hey, this has worked, you know, historically has worked well with e-commerce? Sure. And I'll, I'll, you know, I'll just get guest posting out of the way because, guest, you know, guest mm -hmm. posting is the only like one of the main tried and true techniques right now, where if you just want consistent links, yes, you can write an article, publish on someone's site and, and get back to you, but it's not the only way. So I want to focus also on like, what are some other ways you can get links to an e-commerce site? Uh, one that we have a lot of success with is product reviews. So if you have, let's say mm -hmm. your, your product is between like, you know, as long as it's under like $200 and your hard cost isn't too much, you can just send it out to bloggers. They're usually happy to review it because they get free stuff. Uh, they'll write about it, include link back to your website. So you get the benefit from the SEO side where you're getting some more link juice, but if the blog's big enough, you can get some referral traffic and even some direct sales. So product reviews can work really, really well for, for e-commerce sites. Um, also focusing on scholarship links where you just kind of, you create a scholarship, mm -hmm. um, typically 500 to a thousand is a kind of a good scholarship prize. And it's not like you create one scholarship promoted to this university, create like another 500 to a thousand scholarship promoted the next one. It's just one scholarship, one time, and you can pr promote that to hundreds of universities. Now, 
I'll be the first to say these links aren't going to pass much relevance and it's starting to get a little more abuse. So it's not as effective as it used to be, but in mm -hmm. conjunction with an overall link building strategy, it's a great way to pass some trust signals and some authority signals to the website. Um, another thing that works really well is just like discount code outreach. So, you know, assuming you can offer like a 10%, 15% discount, um, what we've we've had a lot of success with is creating like audience specific um, discount codes. So, for example, right now with uh, the pandemic, um, everyone's talking about first responders. You'd be amazed if you just create a discount code for first responders, how many websites and blogs there are that are going to be looking to link to you. Same thing if you do it for nurses, same things if you, even if you do it for like military, create like a unique discount page for each of these sort of, uh, you know, linkable audiences. And there's a lot of blogs. If you just do your research for like, you know, military discounts or um, whatever, you can find these lists that are just linking to websites. So, that's probably as far as little work to most benefit. I'd say these niche specific discount codes work really, really well. Um, and then the last one is, is content marketing, which content marketing has the potential to be the most effective, but it's also one of the most difficult. So I would never recommend starting with content marketing. Um, I mean, definitely, if you, if you can invest in making a core competency, go for it. But if you're looking for like, what I want to get links now, what do I do? It's going to be guest posting, product reviews, scholarships, and then uh, kind of doing some discount code outreach. Jeff, I totally agree with you that content marketing is super effective, but challenging. Let's just say it's not everyone's cup of tea. But we at Shane Barker Consulting excel at content marketing. Let me pause our conversation for a minute and introduce my team's content marketing services to our listeners. If you need help with content creation, publishing, and distribution, you can reach out to my team. We have an experienced team of editors, writers, and strategists to take care of all of your content needs. For more information, head over to my website, shanebarker.com. That's S-H-A-N-E-B-A-R-K-E-R.com. Now back to our conversation with Jeff. I love the discount code, man. That's, um, I mean, we've, you know, I've, I, heard of that. We haven't done that once again, because we're not specializing in e-commerce. That's where you guys are, are specializing in, but that's an interesting one. I like that because that's obviously there's a lot of people that would backlink to that, right? Because especially with first responders and nurses mm -hmm. in the current situation with COVID. I love that, man. A little, nice little hack there for people that are listening to that. Um, so what do you think, I'm trying to think here in regards to so in regards to strategy, what do you think is the most important? Like, you know, I mean, we've talked about, I mean, and you kind of touched on it a little bit, but like, what do you think the most important is it? I mean, obviously it's backlinks, but like, what strategy do you think is the most important? Like out of all of those? And you know, you're talking mainly link building or just overall SEO strategy? Let's say link building. Yeah, I'd say, I'd say content marketing has the potential to be the most effective. So mm. if you're in it for the long haul, like, you know, I think getting good getting good at content marketing is kind of the biggest payoff in the long run. Um, it's really hard to do. It's really hard to create things that get linked. There's a lot of pitfalls that people make with content marketing, but it's one of the most scalable things where if you get good at it, you can create a piece of content and get, you know, dozens or in some cases, hundreds of backlinks. If you, if you kind of nailed, um, how to accomplish that. Whereas like product reviews, it's still one email, one link, one email, one link and, and so on. So um, I'd say content marketing has the, the highest potential, um, but kind of like we talked about before, you know, it's, it's going to take a while to get that payoff. So if you're looking for something short term, I'd say if you're just saying, what's the first, Jeff, what's the first, I want to build links. What's the first thing I should do? I'd say product reviews and, and even the discount codes. Yeah, I love that. I think, yeah, I mean, content marketing, once again, is, a. I mean, we did that, 
we started that on my blog probably about eight or nine years ago and it's, it's paid off now, but it wasn't cheap and it's long-term and it takes a lot of time. It's not a, one of those like, Hey, you just, you know, you have to be ready for the long haul. It's not, Hey, put up two articles and let's see what happens. Yeah. It's like, let's put up, you know, a hundred articles and see what happens. I read it's going to be long-term. It takes a while, but you know, it, the benefits of it down the road, assuming that you can, you can handle the upfront cost to be able to do that. Um, and be able to, you know, sift through the noise, uh, absolutely some good things can happen there. So I think I love that. Yeah. And, and for those listening, like, you know, you, there's so much information online about content marketing. And I've been, I made it my personal vendetta, a uh, little side story back in 2012, when I was working for one of my agencies, um, I, I came in and they did not have the best link billing strategies. It's like, you start, all right, we're going to get you listed on 600 directories. Then we're going to use uh, Build My Rank, which I don't know if you've heard of Build My Rank, a private blog network. And I remember Build My Rank got de-indexed and all of our clients had huge, massive drops in the rankings because all these links that used to help them weren't helping them. And I had to be, you know, I was the manager. So I had to come in as the escalation point, like try to keep (laughs) these clients on. And I just remember after that, I'm like, never again, like I got to figure out how to, how to do this content marketing thing. Cause I don't want to be in this position again. So it must be my personal vendetta. And I've tried a lot of things and I've made a lot of mistakes, but there's a kind of a few pitfalls that I can share with you guys. So you don't make the same mistakes I did. Um, one of which is the topic, choosing the topic is probably the most important part of content marketing. Um, a lot of people create things that are interesting to their customers because they want, they want something that's going to get links and get traffic and revenue. Um, but that is oftentimes kind of a mistake. Like you have to understand that the types of people that will link to you, that run the blogs, that have websites are not your customers. They're interested in different things. So when with our clients, like we'll create content specifically for the customers that's going to drive traffic and maybe even drive sales, but we'll also have another kind of group of content we create that's specifically aimed at getting um, backlinks. So, you know, for example, uh, one of our clients sells refurbished computers. So we did a, a whole big long form piece about like electronic waste recycling. We got a lot of links from like local county government websites that have like, you know, recycling resources for citizens and um, other go green organizations. Um, you know, that that did not appeal at all to the people looking to buy a refurbished computer, but it, apply, it it worked really well for the people who can actually generate these backlinks. So that's like one starting point that can get you pretty far with content marketing. I love that. It's kind of think outside the box, right? Because I love that how you have two different buckets. You have the customer that's potentially going to be coming in and then you have how can I get more people to link to a great resource that we have because it becomes the resource for whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Right. So I love that. And I think that's probably hard for some clients to understand. It's like, listen, I know this isn't going to bring in sales, but you have to realize the idea is, is that you have a client that's got 100,000 backlinks. You guys have 19. So we're a little behind the eight ball. And so we got to catch up on some things. Shane, I can't tell you how many times I've had that conversation with clients. I know. Where they're like, <laughs> but we, you know, this isn't going to drive sales. And you got to be like, look, it's not going to bring in sales, but it's going to get backlinks. Your site authority is going to go up. All your pages will rank better and you're going to get a lot more sales that way. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's always a hard one to sell. I know it's like, I'm like, just trust me. There's a reason why you reached out to me, right? That's it's because you can, you know, and the reason why I always, the way we explained it is like, let's just look at what your competition has backlink wise and see how far we are behind. And then guess what? When you find out that we're, you know, 50,000 behind, then, you know, this is a reason we've got to make some traction there. So what are, what are some of your favorite tools for, for link building. I think I might know one of them. <laughs> I, I bet you do. 
So the, um, I, I actually built a tool called Link Hunter. You can visit it at linkhunter.com. Um, Link Hunter is great if you're like a solopreneur or you just have kind of one person doing link building. It's just kind of one, you know, one, or it's an intern or a VA or what have you. And you just want links as fast as possible. So from all my years, all the mistakes I made, um, I basically took what works and kind of distilled it down to a link building tool. And it's like when you go bowling, you got the bumpers on the sides where like it, you know, it doesn't let you, it kind of guides you towards the path. So that's how Link Hunter is structured. It has like a step-by-step -step process that will, if you just kind of go through it, you're going to get backlinks. So it's, it's quick, easy, it's cheap. It's, it's $49 a month, um, has some cool tools. You, you enter a few keywords for the sites you're looking for. It's going to find a whole bunch, you know, hundreds of relevant websites. We'll show you the SEO metrics of each one so you can see how powerful that link's going to be. It's uh, powered by Hunter's API, so we'll pull in the email uh, details for every contact, um, and it integrates directly with your inbox, so you can actually send emails directly from Link Hunter. So quick and easy way to get started, but um, I'll be totally honest, um, my team doesn't use Link Hunter. We use BuzzStream, and the reason for that is when you have 20 people doing link building, now you need something a little more um, heavy duty that's going to have like, um, you know, user management levels and like different um, permissions and um, a lot more features. But if I was just doing link building on my own and I didn't have like a whole team, I'd for sure go with Link Hunter um, just because it's, it's, it's designed for that. Well, it's funny, you know, originally when I was like, when we were, I was putting together some of the questions and said, oh, what's some things I want to find out about? I didn't even know that you had that tool. And then all of a sudden I put that question out and I was like, wait a second, I know what his answer is <laughs> going to be on that one. That wasn't, I know Whoops. people might think that was set up, but that would like literally wasn't. I was like, oh, I want to know what, what tools he used. And I was like, oh, maybe he uses linkhunter.com that he created. So congrats on that, man. I know some, it's always kind of fun to have some some software there you can get paid on monthly and that does a good job when it comes to backlinking because that's that's never easy to do backlinking is is, is is a difficult part for sure for sure thanks jeff it's been an awesome conversation and our listeners now know the most effective way to enrich their link profiles for our listeners thanks for joining in the conversation but there's a lot more in store for all of you on our next marketing growth podcast jeff is going to focus on link building for e-commerce websites